Hello everybody and welcome and this is the Midnight McBride Show episode number three. Tonight I'm joined by Mandy Worsley. Hi there. And Becky Jones. Hello. Hi. So Mandy and Becky have called this show Healthier Together and that's because when I'm doing this show I've been purring people and I thought it'd be hard work but it's actually been very easy. It's just fallen together naturally and I purred you two because you both help people to have healthier lives through nutrition and through practices on your retreat, whether it's a gong bath, meditation, yoga, etc. But then what I found is you're actually doing a project together, which we're going to talk about a bit later. It's quite exciting, a new project. So, Mandy, the Chetham Farm Retreat. Yes. This is your main, I say main because I've got three sides of A4 paper <laughs> with the list of all your things you do, which includes... Fertility advice, an author running the Chetham Farm Retreat, Calm on the Farm, fostering, the list is huge. Yes. So maybe start with the Chetham Farm Retreat yeah. and tell us a little bit about that. That's going really well. We've been kind of up and running for probably about 18 months now, which is amazing. And we've got some really regular things happening on a weekly basis. As you mentioned, we have regular yoga classes now. We're just going to be from next month running five classes a week, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously bringing local people together. We've got yoga. We've also got um, a lady who runs a gorgeous class on a Monday for babies where we do massage, we do baby sensory, things like that. Which lady is that? Uh, that's Emmy King. Um, oh, you Empathy yeah. Holistics, yeah, yeah, another lady um, in our local area who does loads of different things. But from my venue, she runs baby massage and sensory classes, which, again, are amazing. Yeah. We've got a, a real mix of mums coming together. And we use that as they come to the class, but they also, we kind of call it chill and chat at the end. So they can, they're they not yeah. having to rush off. They're not in a busy, a lot of these um kind of groups are run maybe in busy play centers or you know community centers which can be quite overwhelming for a lot of new mums yeah. or we have um quite a few mums with children that may have additional needs and i think they find yeah. our venue calming and relaxing yeah. so we're kind of attracted to say the yeah. name calm on the farm yeah. is very yeah. apt so yeah. people are being given a bit of a different choice they're still being able to interact with their babies have the massage have the sensory but in a more relaxed environment yeah. and that seems to be really popular the reason i know you both becky as well is because you've obviously been to when i was originally teaching meditation you've been to the meditation mm -hmm. classes yes. but i've also done retreats um workshops yes. at the chetham farm retreat and i've also done a talk with elements of nutrition yep. becky as well so maybe tell us a little bit about elements of nutrition so that's a, a business i founded in 2017 after dreaming of helping other women who had been in the same situation I was um, in a state of poor mental and physical and emotional health yeah. um, to get to be as fabulous and, and feel as fabulous as they deserve to yeah. by putting themselves first because so many women just don't feel like they have that as an option mm. um, and so I do that with them on a one-to-one -one basis and um, by discussing their nutrition their habits their mindset um, and things like relaxation practices to, yeah. to get them back into their best health. See you are actually both what this show is all about what everything I do everything I've done whether it's meditation writing talking doing this show the radio anything it's all about showing people that you're not 
you're not stuck in that place. You can make choices to change. You can improve. It's not too late and that anybody can do it. But you've got to have that self-belief. You've got to know that you have a choice. Some people think, well, it's too late. This is my lot, you know, and they give up hope. And you've both been in difficult situations and turned your life around. And Manda, you with the farm because, you know, you had to borrow money and it was a gamble and also with your health. Yes, definitely. And the same with Becky. Mm. I'd seen pictures of both of you. And Mandy, I saw a picture of you because you used to be a lot heavier, which yeah. you talk about. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And Becky with the 10 years, uh, I've, it's like a thing they do on Facebook. Yeah, 10 where you years see, younger or something, Yeah, yeah. It? And you look 10 years older and you're 10 years younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's incredible. But you both, you sat here beaming and it, it looks like everything's been an easy ride. I know it's not. Yeah. But you're the examples. You're the reason why we do what we do. And that's... That's very inspirational. So, yeah. oh, thank you. Yes, yes. So, if you don't mind, Becky, we'll talk a little bit about your journey. Yeah, we you've both been on the radio. Monday, you're practically a co-host, <laughs> aren't you? You've done three free shows. Yeah, there. it's just amazing to have that yeah. opportunity. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, love having you on, and thank it's you. easy because I can have a brew and sit back and just let you talk. <laughs> can't I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Becky, you've done a show as well. You've been yep. on the show, and so we talk a bit on this show about what we've talked about on the radio show, but I'm trying not to go over everything again, you know, because some of the viewers, not listeners, it's viewers now, some of the viewers maybe haven't heard the radio shows. Yeah. But Becky, with yourself, you've had a rough ride, you had depression, and you were generally pursuing money, I think, at the beginning in your life, you know, you were, and I love this, you were a, a molecular biologist, am I right? Yes. Yes. So that was all the hard work. That's like and a, a body in a bomb film, isn't it? A mole- <laughs> molecular scientist. Yeah, yeah brilliant. There wasn't a great deal of money associated with that, no. I have to say. But it wasn't until I went into scientific sales. Yeah, that was your path. That was your doorway into the sales. Yeah. And then through that, you're pursuing money. But that made you, made you ill, basically. Which of course is it did. what happened to me. Exactly mm-hmm. the same. I became ill because I pursued the money. Yeah. And... Mandy, in a similar vein, you were a very senior nurse, is that, yeah. can I say yeah, that, is that yeah, the right, definitely, yeah. yeah, and that job though was highly stressful, yeah. and taking up a lot of your time, and because of that you weren't eating a healthy diet, and consequently no. you were very unhealthy and oh, ill as gosh, well, yeah. well, so, seven stone heavier. And my emotional health, I was, I would have said. That's like having willow on your shoulders. Oh gosh, exactly. (laughs) I would have said I was looking back, um, probably on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Um, But having my family at that time was the thing that was keeping me going. Um, But it's only when you come out of any situation or stressful situation in your life that you realise how low you've got emotionally and mentally and physically. But for me, what I've learned in the last three years is that the emotional health massively impacts on the physical health and that that's what I've really worked on and then the physical health has changed and I've had a massive weight loss which is amazing and that's helped me in a lot of ways but it's my mindset that I've really worked on and that's what's made the difference and I do feel happy relaxed and like you say it's sharing that and supporting other people with that I think you find that when you're on this conveyor belt and it literally is a conveyor belt. I say if you drive through the town centre in Manchester on a weeknight when you finish work and as you're leaving, you can see everybody like like mice on a, a wheel just running yeah. in the gyms in the windows yeah. and I'm thinking, why are you inside? Why are you not outside? I yeah. mean, it's probably warmer. But, yeah. but you get on this treadmill and only when you get thrown off it, like I did, do you know you're on it. Oh, I didn't exactly. even, I just couldn't see. I had no perspective, clarity. I was just firefighting all the time. And then 
eventually when I became ill, I looked back and I thought, what have I been doing all my life? And you start to, you gain perspective and clarity and then you do not want to get back on that treadmill. No, not at all. Because your life, the pace of your life slows down and you start to appreciate everything then, don't you? You're in the moment and you start to appreciate the people around you and the good things, because there's usually a lot of good things, but you maybe can't see them at the time. Yeah. You're not able to enjoy them because, as you say, work usually is taken over for financial reasons. And as you say, you're working so much and you're in such a cycle that that the enjoyable parts of your life, whether that be your friends or your family, are suffering because you're not, even when you're present, like you say, you're not present. No, no, I'd, I'd, well, I just spent my whole time, I spent 10 years off my head, Mm. you know, so, (laughs) uh, well, it's longer. (laughs) (laughs) It's longer. A large part of my adult life Mm. anyway. And yeah, I was never there. I was always somewhere else in my mind, you know. Mm. But Becky, I'm glad to see that you brought some more freebies with you today. Yay! Yes, because you gave me some before my last ultramarathon and... Tell us about those because we've just, you've just had one, one, one yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you uh, gave me some excellent feedback on that. Uh, always much appreciated to hear that people enjoy um, the, the little goodies that I do. And um, so I uh, represent Arbonne as part of my business and they do a range of sports drinks and they have general everyday energy drinks, but without any of the added nasties. So yeah. they don't have any artificial anything so I am really pleased to be working with them to support my clients and customers get healthy but feel energized whilst they're on their road to better health so it's a really good crutch for keeping us going in terms of mental and physical energy whilst we are working on the underlying causes of low energy so for example in those there's caffeine's allowed Natural caffeine from green tea, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have caffeine for a long time. For years, I didn't have caffeine. And then I now have caffeine again. Mm-hmm. I'm able to. I think my mind was so busy that when I had caffeine, it just sent me off the rails all the time. I mean, literally, my day would be over, mm-hmm. you know. Now I can have caffeine. I enjoy it. I still try and keep a little bit of a lid on it, but I do enjoy a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, so. Everything in moderation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe tell us about your venture because this show is called Healthier Together. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Um, as I say, Becky and I have met through various kind of different projects, haven't mm-hmm. we? Um, but um, I was asked by a lady locally if we wanted to um, form a partnership, a community interest company looking to support couples who are struggling on their journey to parenthood, so infertility. So we decided that we would set up this CIC and then the lady suggested that Becky come along and I was like, I know Becky already, that's amazing, that would be a perfect fit for us because nutrition and health is really, really important for couples who are trying to conceive. So the CIC Monday? Yes. Yeah. So we're going to be calling it First Steps to Wellbeing and there's five of us therapists who've all got really different backgrounds but we're all looking to support couples with their fertility journey. Um, I myself have trained in a programme called the Freedom Fertility Formula which is all about their emotional health. 
We talked a lot about that on the radio yeah, as well. We yeah, we did. Because I think amazing. people go down, they do know about nutrition, maybe not as much as they should. They do know about certain, obviously, the, there is the medical treatments and they go through a battery of kind of tests. And those themselves can be very, very stressful and emotional. They then yeah. may have to pursue a medical route such as IVF or some kind of infertility treatment. But nobody has ever really realized or put in that emotional health support um, I myself went through my own journey, as you know, six rounds of IVF, quite yeah. quite grueling. And um, again, probably part of my journey 15 years ago to that kind of emotional stress and the burnout that I ended up with. Um, so I'm really passionate to support couples with that. Um, but within the CIC, we've got reflexologists, we've got um, other therapists that um, specialize in massage, um, as I say, Becky's going to be our nutrition specialist, which is amazing. Yeah. And the idea is that we're going to have some launch events uh, coming up in the next few months. We've actually got um, a thousand pound lottery funding, awesome. which is amazing. I was going to ask you about yes, funding and yeah. how that works. Yeah. Um, one of the other ladies just happened to say when I very first met her that this year, because it's 25 years of the lottery, they're giving out thousand pound grants to people that can bring people together. Um, but she said, you've got to apply by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I literally went home that night. I've never applied for a grant in my life before. And I just kind of threw in this very quick application. But hopefully something resonated with them. And we got this little card with a thousand pound on I, it. I wonder if they do a thousand pound holiday grants. I know. <laughs> so we're yeah. going to use that money to basically promote the CIC and the ongoing work that we then want to offer on an ongoing basis as therapists, which is going to be this support group. Um, but we're going to launch launch it with some really amazing events so we've got our first yeah. event on the 2nd of march yeah it's going to hopefully be at the fusilier museum in bury is it the 2nd of march or second so, of may? oh the 2nd of may that's right yes. I had i'm so excited then <laughs> i'm so excited i wanted what? to be sooner yeah. be <laughs> no. so the 2nd of may um, we all just nearly yeah. stopped the show and <laughs> ran home yeah, <laughs> stopped. yeah we need to get there quickly <laughs> Um, so that the idea is that couples on any stage of the journey can just come along and we're going to be offering them a lovely afternoon to meet all of us, maybe get some advice, get some taste of treatments yeah. around the reflexology and things like that, the emotional health, have an afternoon tea. So it's going to be a really relaxing afternoon just to join with other people in the same position as them yeah. but to find out what we're offering really so we're going to run two or three launch events but then the idea is the ongoing work is going to be a support group on a regular yeah. basis and so you bring to the table with this becca your expertise in nutrition because it's, it's not just your passion it's it's your job full-time as well isn't it you know so you and a way of life yeah yeah because I, I i can say kind of that you're a manager at holland and barrett or a a supervisor at Holland Super and Barrett, yes. Supervisor at Hol Holland and Barrett. Yes, I've been doing that for 11 years and every time I get asked to become a manager and I just say, oh, no. thank you very much. It's back on that rat race again. It's back on that yeah. treadmill of life and um, I'm afraid I respect myself too much to go down that route. I like yeah. to do lots of different things where I can help. I did, um, in construction, I went up to a very high level and then... Although I still do high-end jobs and the role that I fulfill can be as high as that role can be, but I, I don't take the project management positions anymore no. because it's just not worth it. You know, the stress levels are ridiculous and I don't cope very well. 
you know. So I'm quite happy. If I'm on, in construction, I'll be engineer, senior engineer, section A engineer, but I've no interest in managing the whole project no, anymore. Exactly. You know, because at the beginning of this year, as you, you sort of know, and I have a good idea, Mandy, but at the beginning of last year, sorry, that I had sort of another nervous breakdown and couldn't function very well. And what I've been doing, I'd been working on site, working 12, 14 hour days through the week. And then I've been teaching and doing other things in the evening. I've been trying to write books at the same <laughs> time from two in the morning till four or five in the morning, then going to work at seven in the morning, mm. coming back doing stuff at night, weekends. And after about three months of that, I just killed over. And I, I actually just sat in my car in tears. I just couldn't function. And so I knew I had to step back from everything for a while, you know, and have a break. And it, running was a big part of it for me. That helped me a lot. Yeah. And I still kept the radio up. For some reason, I was okay with that. I didn't want to be out, go outside, but that environment and engaging with people and that sort of kept me going it's as therapeutic well. Therapeutic so, as well, yeah. isn't it? You know? So the radio for me was a really big part of my recovery, you know. But yeah, and it took me about six months and I thought, how have I got myself in this way again? But I was so passionate about what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But to finance and passion, what yeah. I'm passionate about, uh, I had to maintain you know, the other other life, the other job I was doing, and it, it sent me under. So hopefully I've learned this time and I'm going to try and find a balance. Balance. We'll be keeping yes. tabs on it. We will, yes. yes. It's all <laughs> I about want, I balance. I want weekly feedback it about is. your diary. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm just doing this, I can do this every waking hour, yeah. and it doesn't, there's no, I just yeah. love it, yeah. you know, so there's no stress. And if I'm just doing construction, I hate it and I'm miserable, but I can do that. But when I'm doing both, so the way I'm going to move forward is instead of trying to do both at the same time, um, certainly in the week anyway, is construction if I have to during yes. the week. And then if I have to do that, just the weekends when I do my recording and yeah. things like that, you know, and try and find a sustainable rhythm. Definitely, yeah. And I think yeah. that's... The same for all of us, isn't it? I think a lot of the mm. ladies and, and couples and people that we meet, it's about trying to get balance back in their life, isn't yeah. it, really? Some people go to work and then the outside work, it's drink, socialise, mm -hmm. cigarettes and, and TV. I don't do any of those things. And we all have something in common. We all have a passion. Yeah, You're very fortunate, Mandy, as in that you've actually made that your core central yeah, business yeah. now i'm living my life but it is my yeah, work as well yeah, do, do you know you, what I mean? and sometimes people are like that together yeah people are like oh how do you do it and you're always busy and you're doing this and you're doing that yeah. and people see me as extremely busy and doing a million things but i i don't know where i said it the other day but what i said was i'm just living my life i, I don't see it as work it isn't work you yeah. know i am out there hopefully helping and supporting people if you listen to monday coming which might be Monday just gone when this goes out. Yeah. But uh, if you listen to the radio show that I've just done with Christy, who was just on episode two on this video podcast, she um, and I were talking about you. And we were saying, how do you do it? You make everything look effortless. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's no problem. I'm just riding a book and fostering a child and doing the fertility and learning how to meditate and run the retreat and come on the farm. And we just said, how does she do it? You know. But, but I think, like you say, when you find something, you're just living your life. And yeah. that then becomes my life is helping people. And that's what I'd love to do. And I think going back to I me, mean, my job for 26 years was as a children's nurse. Yeah. So although it became stressful and working in the NHS became a chore and an issue because I wasn't actually yeah. then doing, I wasn't actually seeing children. That, yeah. Like you were saying, I was 
higher and higher and higher. So they wanted me to do, manage people. They wanted me to manage budgets. Yeah, so, oh. so I wasn't, no, exactly my passion to help people and look after yeah. children wasn't coming to fruition. Once you come out of interacting with people and helping them, as a put, and then you're into managing with people. Yeah. It's a even though it may be within the same industry, it's a completely different role, and you don't have that contact, and maybe don't feel like that you get the same sense that you're helping people. Definitely. Then, and some know. people again love that. That's their forte, isn't it? We're all different. Our skills are different. My skills, hopefully, are face to face support for people, being kind and being helpful and being understanding, which has become a job for me now. But yeah. I don't see it as a job. So when people do say to you, oh we're so busy and you're doing X, Y, and Z, I'm just living my life really. Yeah. Becky, you also have managed to take your passion it's become your career now but also it's your passion and your business outside work as well so you've managed to do that and everything you do is about nutrition near enough yeah so the the diabetes uk support group Uh, and i'm obviously i support people with getting a bit more knowledge on the nutrition front so that they can Mm. uh, control their condition a bit better and Obviously, the Holland and Barrett thing we've mentioned. Um, I do talks as well all yeah. over the place. Ah, you yes. recently did a talk with Sam from Sam's Warriors, didn't I you? I certainly did, yeah. I love Sam's that. Sam's done a radio show with me, and he was nurturing some people to do the first Couch to 5K and asked oh, me would I go along. So I went running with them and uh, become quite friendly with Sam. Brilliant. And He's the lovely. winner of the last Bolton Marathon turned up to support them. And I, I loved it. It was great because... There's a couple at the back that were, you know, struggling a little bit. And, well, if there's one thing I can do, I think I can motivate people. Yeah, and I yeah. give them what for. So, come <laughs> on, you're nearly there. And all that. And, and at the end, a big hug. And it was lovely. I really enjoyed it, you know. But, but yeah, you spoke at Sam's. Yeah. So, uh, I was there to speak about the gut-brain connection. So, how what we put into our bodies to nourish our gut has an impact on our mental well-being, um, depression, anxiety, uh, and explaining about... Um, kombucha and the, how that impacts the microbiome and how we can just feed our, our lovely bugs in our system and and revolutionize how we are feeling yeah. um, because of the, the chemistry that goes on in our bodies as a result. Yeah. I'm just, I'm still staggered by the synchronicity of putting you two together to do the show and then you, you've both just been talking. Yeah. I've had that with every episode so far. There's a lady called Catherine Beaumont who does meditate with horses. She's been on the radio. I've not seen her for 18 months, nearly two years maybe, she, since she did the show. And we went to Manjushri at the weekend, Farmer Matthias. I was with Willow. And we bumped into Catherine there. And I just contacted her two days before, said, you fancy coming on the show? She'd never been to Manjushri before. We shouldn't have been where we were when we were. We should have been in the temple and <laughs> missed the session. And it, <laughs> wow. the alignment was yeah. incredible. And the same with both of you, talking to you both. And then you go, well, actually, we're just doing something yeah. so it'd be good to do the show so and it's coincided with uh, a new talk that i'm going to be doing on endometriosis uh, next month oh yeah endometriosis so yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because what's endometriosis spell it um, so uh, what we're all about is helping um, couples with fertility and endometriosis yeah. is one of those problems with um, female health that causes infertility uh, in a, a vast number of women in the uk 
and so it is a major contributor yeah. to uh, fertility issues with couples um, and I've been asked to speak at Endometriosis UK so um, it's all just again a universe yeah. shift yeah. 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 Kind of the universe corresponds together. to the nature of your song Dr Michael Beckwith yes. when you're fully present and in alignment and following your bliss the universe all the cogs of the universe start moving in your favor it's they? amazing it's amazing to watch and see and like you say it's still a roller coaster i had a right week last week like you say where i went for an interview for another role on monday um then i got told on wednesday about some work i've been loving doing for 18 months it was coming to an end but then yeah. the work that i went for on monday i was told on friday you've got that role and it's as if the space had been made for that to mm -hmm. come in do you know what mm -hmm. i mean and you're like somebody maybe who collects stamps you collect qualifications <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's it's goddamn ridiculous <laughs> the amount of qualifications you've got and um, i think you couldn't if you put the letters after your name yes it might not fit on one line <laughs> it might not fit on a page yeah but you recently now a qualified meditation instructor yeah i correct? wanted to do that because although i do meditation within my qualification as a relaxed kids coach, which is what I took up three years ago when I left the NHS to start helping and supporting children within schools or privately within families. And obviously specifically with adopted and fostered families, part of that, there's a seven step kind of process that you work through within a relaxed kids session. And at the end it's meditation. So I am qualified to do that, but I've learned so much i hadn't meditated before i hadn't didn't know yourself or anybody really in that field that was completely new to me three years ago so i've been on that journey and started my own meditation journey and i just felt it was something that i wanted to do a little bit deeper so yeah. although i do it as a very short kind of ending to a, a children's session I w I've realized the power of it. And yeah. I feel that alone, working with children, again, is my passion to work with families with that. So I wanted, I think for my own, I think I'm used to having, as a nurse, you need to have qualifications and registrations and feel that you are, I want to come across as being, you know, showing that I can do what I'm saying that I can do in because unfortunately again in our world lots of people can be coaches lots of people can say that they're doing x y and z for money yeah and so I wanted to be authentic and genuine and say I have now enhanced my skills so that I can hold a pure meditation class for families because I've made sure that I am doing it correctly and that I have got the right knowledge behind me really so yeah that was this week's yeah, latest <laughs> certificate on yeah. maybe Facebook something like yes, that posted yeah, and yeah. Anne-Marie Mulford yes because yeah. again she's the lady oh, who I'm yeah. a big fan of Anne-Marie yeah we've we met again about two or three years ago. Um, and so any of my holistic... Marie, I feel like I put Anne-Marie in my pocket. She's dying oh, in she yeah. She's gorgeous. But she set, she's been a therapist for nearly 30 years. Yeah. But she, again, set up her own teaching school. And so any of my holistic treatments, I've been taught by her. So I'm very sorry to interrupt you, Mandy, but we've just come to the middle of the show. So we're going to have a short break now, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. This is the second part of episode three of the Midnight McBride show with me, Midnight McBride, your host, and I'm joined by Mandy Worsley. Hi there. And Becky Jones. Hello again. Hi. 
So, I don't know where to pick up from, really. Um, possibly, Mandy, we'll talk about, there's a book you're involved in, and I know that Steena um, has put the book together, is that right? She has, she's yeah. She's been on the show, she recently had yes, a baby. I know. She's coming on this show as well. Brilliant. She's an amazing inspiration. up with somebody. She's coming on Saturday, actually. Saturday. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, but Steena's awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. And she says, yeah, okay, dude, all right, man. And <laughs> yeah. She's really funny. But... Yeah, so you're involved in this project with Steena, the book. Yeah, um, so I met her through um, a networking group called Mums in Business. And she has, um, like you say, an online support group called Just a Mum, which I joined. And it's, again, an amazing community of over, she's got over 2,000 women from all over the world mm. in that community now. And part of what she's done, she wrote a book herself initially. The first one. Yeah, yeah, about kind of not losing your shiz as yeah. a mum, just being a mum and just that reality of like, again, because with social media, and again, we all want to put out that good image that we're doing really well. But the reality is, you know, there are hard days and difficult days, especially as a parent. So she wrote that initial book. Then she did a second book around pregnancy. And I just kind of joined the group at the time. And as you know, I've had my fertility journey and I am a parent through adoption. But she contacted me and asked me, would I like to share my story in that book? And I was really taken aback, really. And I thought it was lovely to do that um, because I was thinking it was about pregnancy. But she was like, no, it's about how everybody becomes parents. So I did that initial book. So it's a chapter in that book. Um, But then she um, has done a third book. So within a year, she's kind of written three three books, which is just amazing. But again, to give us, I would never, ever have wrote a book or been part of a book really although it's probably people again say to me you should write a book about your life but it's given me something that I've never done before um and literally so it was a chapter in her third book which was called A Christmas Wish and it was about Stina told me about her story and it nearly brought me to tears yeah you know, she's, she's been, been homeless. Oh my street. gosh! She's been, well, I listened to her. Is, uh, have you met Stina? Becky? Yeah, yeah, well, I know yeah. her as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Well, funnily enough, because your show's on eleven till midnight, your actual midnight radio. Till midnight. Yeah, I stayed yeah. up till. Yes, that, show. that is the first <laughs> show that I've actually listened to at the time that it was aired. Or live. Yes, yeah. because I was just I wanted to hear her because I knew her, but I didn't know her full story myself. So that was a, a fascinating. Yeah. She's, um, she's like you when we did the show. She, you know, we struggled to fit it in the show. She yeah. So much. I mean, oh, we could have gosh. easily done another show yeah. right there and then, but yeah. two back to back, you know. Yeah. But um, I didn't. A lot of the people that come on the show, I'm interested before we have the pre-show chat. So yes. I'm already interested in yeah. what they're doing. Then I find out the night before we have a chat about, you know, the life. Yeah. And I find out so much more. And I'm thinking, my God. Yeah. You know, she's an incredible woman, yeah. Yeah. Really so my kind of story chapter within that book was, like you say, more touching on my emotional health. So my journey from really having a nervous breakdown, having worked a career for 26 years, mm. to making that Did choice. Did you have a nervous breakdown, Mandy? I don't know. I would, yeah. I've never been diagnosed as having well, an... I would look at... No, term, God, is no, it? I would so look back and you, say, yes, I was yeah. certainly on the verge of yeah. a nervous breakdown. I think the only thing that kept me going, kept me getting out of bed, I suppose, every day was my children, my adopted yeah. children, and to be their mum kept me from I think if I didn't have children I probably would have just been that was it I wouldn't have had anything to get up for or even live for in all honesty you know and that those thoughts did cross my mind honestly they did yeah yeah. well I I know that feeling yeah I I didn't eat 
Mm. I wouldn't open the door. Yeah. I wouldn't answer the phone. And the only yeah. person I saw through that period was uh, Willow. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't I couldn't yeah. go outside. I couldn't yeah. go food shopping. I think I lost four stone, four mm. and a half stone because I just stopped yeah. eating. And for me, it was the other way. And I I ballooned, I weighed seven stone heavier than I do now. And again, what was really interesting with what you're saying, Beck, is although I did eat, obviously, comfort ate and I drank alcohol, you know, all of those kind of things, chocolate and alcohol was my kind of crutch. You like a glass of wine, don't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my body changed. So although I I wouldn't have said I was eating massive amounts of food, like sat there eating 10 chocolate bars or three bottles of wine a night, but my body, because I was so stressed, Mm -hmm. thought I was in danger flight fright or freeze so therefore every small morsel that I ate every bit of wine that I drunk was stored in my body Mm -hmm. because it thought I was going to be in danger and I needed to store that fuel to fight off the danger so I just ballooned it's funny how it affects people completely yeah Yeah. so I was in basically an adrenal failure as you say so my whole body had shut down and so I think like you say I was when I'm saying I was on the verge of collapse it was kind of a physical Mm -hmm. collapse although I was mentally unwell I was I I think I was okay mentally because I had my family and things like that to keep me going but physically I was very unwell and what the turning point for me was I'd took redundancy from work and my husband said to me you are not breathing when you are sleeping you're literally not breathing and Mm. I'm frightened for you went to the doctors went and was sent to a sleep clinic and was diagnosed with very severe sleep apnea very severe to the point that it it was tested at 97 times a minute an hour which is more than every minute I literally wasn't breathing so to stop me from dying my body was releasing cortisone to make me breathe I went the other way and when I'm highly stressed I physically can't eat yeah I can't eat I can't put food inside Mm. me I just can't swallow it I can't eat now Mm. Becca you also you we've talked about it on the show but previously where you were depressed and you had again if you call it it's funny this because a nervous breakdown nobody really knows what it is exactly because it's not a medical term and how do you define it and stuff but basically you get to a point where either your mind or your body says I can't do this anymore and you 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 just shut down everything shuts down it is your rock bottom it is your body's way of saying that as well then haven't you yeah when you were doing your sales job yeah and then you got to a point where you said, you know, you became depressed, you didn't want to go outside, you weren't engaging people. So you've, you've been there as well. It was uh, just a culmination of a whole series of different uh, poor choices in life that ended up with my body sending me, I don't know, I dread to think how many uh, little bits of information it was trying to get me to listen to. So I went into the doctors with two sides of A4 of every little thing that was wrong with me. And I just couldn't piece it together what exactly was going on. But yeah, it was just a, a failure of every aspect of yeah. my my body's... The system shuts yeah, down, system, doesn't it? It's, yeah. it's a great way of expressing it, actually, that system failure. Mm. Yeah. Everything just stops working. You know, you, yeah. your ability to think clearly, communicate look after yourself, think clearly, make good decisions, engage socially, ev- everything just stops, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, it's, a lot of people maybe have experienced something similar, but wouldn't say, and I, 
took me a year before I really wanted to say the word nervous breakdown. I just yeah. kept saying I had a bit of a wobble. Yeah. Mm. You know, and I think a lot of people have a bit of a wobble. Yeah. So many just push on through, though. They don't listen to what the body is trying to tell them and carry on going. I've got to be honest, I did exactly that. Mm. It was only when I had complete shutdown where I literally couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't get, I just couldn't function at all. So obviously, I'd had warning signs way before that and I didn't listen. So now I recognize the signs, but even this last time, I didn't listen. You know, it was a slightly different set of circumstances, but I still ended up in the same, I'm yeah. going to swear, the same bloody mess, yeah. you know, so but I need to... As human learn. beings, we have patterns, don't we? And those patterns and habits are very hard to break. Mm-hmm. And we will still fall back. It is our natural state to fall back into those patterns. But again, that's why with all the work that we're doing, it's about you can make changes in your life. Or you can, like you say, go to a doctor and you can get pills, potions, lotions, all of those kind of things. But lots of things. Or you can go on a diet or you can try this thing or that thing. But a lot of them are unsustainable because it's actually about changing those mental patterns. And as you say, they may go back to stem from your childhood, from the way that you were treated and all of those kind of things. And that's what fascinates me. And that the work I do now is all about the mind but it actually affects the physical body. Like you say, with the fertility work, it's about I work on their mind, but then they become pregnant, Mm -hmm. which is, it's amazing. Our subconscious holds us back from so many things. If you get this right, the rest follows suit, doesn't it? If you get the operating system working correctly, then the body does as it's told and it's, you know, Well, as you say, my body has physically changed by seven stone. But like you say, I still like a glass of wine. I still, I'm not on a diet. Yes, obviously, I am aware of what I eat. I do eat a lot less than I used yeah. to. I don't use food and wine as a crutch. Healthy mind, but healthy body. But my yeah. mental, I'm a completely different person, as you say. I'm yeah. completely, I'm happy, I'm at peace, I'm in my bliss, if that's what you like to say. It, so my body now reflects that. There's a, there's a beautiful quote, and it's in my book, and I didn't write this quote. There's a few, there's not many, but there's a few quotes in the first book, From Pills to Peace, where they're from other people. And I can't remember the full name, but the guy's called Kufenberg, I think he's called. It's very hard to pronounce. And he says, when old patterns are broken, new worlds emerge. Beautiful quote, though. You know, if you can change this repetitive programming that you've been given and, you know, this is, I mean, this is our job at the end of the day. Our parents program us. Yes. And it's taking the good stuff, not the bad stuff, removing that, and each generation trying to improve slightly. And it's undoing some of the programming because yeah. it's not all good, unfortunately. No. It's all done with the right intention, mm-hmm. usually. Yes. But it's not all good. And we've got to be able to, if you can't change those and all you do is repeat the patterns of the programming, nothing will ever change. No. You know, somebody in the supermarket said to me, there's an expression, they said, oh, we've always done it that way. Yeah. And that expression, I'm generally fairly placid and calm. And I, I blurted out, and I, I write about it in the book, with that kind of mentality, we would still be burning witches, we'd still have apartheid, yes. and we'd, we'd still have sexism and all of these things, you know. Yeah. We wouldn't have equal rights for men and women. 
we'd persecute gays, all of these things. What we do is we evolve as a species, yeah. and that involves breaking patterns and making better decisions and yeah. choices. So to say we've always done it that way, yeah. well, think of the, some of the things we've done in the past as a, a species. Exactly. Yeah. But as you say, it's not easy to change. And our body and our mind likes to revert back to especially something that's familiar. It's comfortable, isn't it? Isn't it? But again, for us, within the, the work I do with the Freedom Fertility Formula, one of the sessions is called reprogramming because that's exactly yeah. what we do. We look Because again, lots of people believe they will have a family history of it's difficult for us to get pregnant. Everyone in my family struggled to get pregnant. Or there'll, there'll be things that we believe or that we've been told. Mm -hmm. um, and then, as you say, it does go back to, you know, again, maybe yeah. things within their past, within their childhood and all of those kind of things. And if we can reprogram some of those thought patterns... Then their body the second will you buy change. into that programming, it becomes real. Yes. If you believe something, it becomes your reality. Yes. Your mind creates your, your world. Your cells, every cell in your body is listening to this message yeah. that you're repeating yeah. over yes. and over again. The whole book, which is out very soon in uh, hopefully about eight weeks, the second book, which is Moving Forward, Learning How to Glide, Elevating Yourself and Propelling Yourself Forward Using Surrounding Energies with Zero Resistance, with Zero Effort, in Harmony with Natural Law. That book, the whole book is about reprogramming. Yeah. changing the way you think and giving you examples and ways of doing that you know we're all capable of doing it it's very difficult because when you go against your programming it's uncomfortable exactly and that's why you need support and that's why people you know hopefully come to us now for that kind of support because as you say within your fertility journey as well not even the old reprogramming we go around putting this brave face on and if someone says to us why haven't you had a baby yet? You've got married. Oh, you're having a baby. We say, oh, I'm not ready. It's not the right time. I'm working on my career. That's not true. That might not be true, but we put on, but we're telling ourselves that. So therefore our body also believes that. Yeah. So because we can't feel open to maybe to our work colleagues, to our family and our friends. So again, we're trying to foster this open culture where people can talk about it and say, yes, yeah. I do want a baby, but I'm struggling. Mm. Well, I'm hoping in a similar vein, this is what this show is. It's a platform for people to talk about everything. Because yeah. in the first two shows, we've we've been pretty open. I've talked about a lot of things, you know, yeah. that um, I'm a little bit careful on the radio. Obviously, we've, it's quite an open show, but yeah. still there are some, some limitations possibly. But And I love it when we go off script because the notes that we had for this show... We've not been, <laughs> we're nowhere near them. <laughs> we've just been chatting away and that's, that's the best way. So, Mandy, can I ask you a little bit about Calm on the farm. Yes. Now it's not the Chetham Farm Retreat. It's it's the Chetham Farm Retreat is the website and the yes. page. So what's Calm on the Farm? Again, I think that's I think that's my kind of ethos. I think that's what I want people to whatever they come for, because like you say, there's lots of things now that people can come to Chetham Farm Retreat for. Gone bath. Yeah. So like you say, we have gong baths, we have meditation classes, we have yoga classes, we have people hiring the venue for retreats. People can come and have holistic treatments. People can yeah. come and see me for one-to-one -one therapy. So it's like your mission statement. Almost. It is. Yeah. My yeah. strap, like that's kind of my umbrella, calm on the farm. Yeah. So again, we're looking at doing some corporate events. We'd love people, small businesses to come along and bring their staff for an away day to look at their emotional health and well-being. Yeah. So that could be seen as a corporate thing, but actually it's about bringing staff out of their work environment, allowing them to talk, allowing them to relax, allowing them to connect on a different level. Yeah. But that then, as we know, will enhance their 
working life, their productivity, all of the things that businesses care about. Um, So there's so many things that can happen. The the retreat, again, is a hub, really. It's a venue, and we just want to attract... People keep coming to me asking, can we do this here? Can we do that there? And if it fits with that ethos, then we can do anything. We've got a lady coming in a few weeks who would like to hold her daughter's bar mitzvah. Well, yes. So next summer, so we're looking at 2021. So she wants to hold a a beautiful family party, really. Um, And she wanted a venue that that fitted, again, with with their ethos, really, um, because no alcohol and those kind of things. And a beautiful setting where where she can invite family. They wanted a decent sized space. So she's coming to visit. I think um, I am the first person ever to survive two gong baths back to back. Yes. At the Chetham Farm Retreat <laughs> with Liz Whistle. Yeah. I got up and I felt like I was in outer space. Yeah. Well, she's just collaborating now. So this is in March. On the 8th of March, my yoga teacher and Liz are running a joint um, session, a yoga nidra, followed by a gong bath. Who's and, your yoga teacher? Um, she's called Caroline Obank, um, okay. Yoga Co. Um, Kaz, I call her, lovely lady local to me, who yeah. runs, as I say, five sessions a week. But we literally put it out two days ago and it sold. The 10 spaces have gone. So wow. we're looking at putting on a second session and again i think that would be really powerful for people to attend becky have you done uh, i know you've done some meditation Mm -hmm. but have you been to a gong bath have you i have i had my first ever gong bath at the retreat right was it liz whittle who did it it was liz using the moon the sun jupiter mars saturn really powerful uranus yes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if they have a uranus But all the gongs are named after the planets and mm-hmm. such, yeah. I did the first one. The first gong bath here they did was up at the, help me, the Harmony Hub. Oh, yes. Lisa's place, yeah. the Harmony Hub. In Chorley. Yes. And there was only, I don't know, maybe eight people in the room. Very small room, because it was such a small room when she hit the oh, gong. Yeah, Long, gosh, the vibrations. It. Yeah. It's like the old, you know, the old Tarzan films. At yes. The beginning of the film. So a lot of the kids won't know this, but there's a guy at the beginning, and he has like... Uh, trunks on yeah. <laughs> and it hits this gong with a stick well it was like that you know you can really feel it mm-hmm. and then I've been to a few different ones I've been on a retreat in the lakes where somebody did a gong bath I went to Catherine Beaumont's place and taught meditation and did a gong bath there which was Andre I think but then I've done recently done I think three or possibly four gong baths at the Chetham Farm retreat and as yet I think that venue is perfect for it because yes, I think that's the room part size, of it, a little yeah. bit of space. You can all lie down. I like to lie down. Yeah. Why would yeah. you want to sit up when you I can know, lie down? Yeah. You know, um, something so to do with it being downstairs as well. Yeah, I think <coughs> the uh, the audio. Uh, side of things just really lent itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people say they get a good energy from just coming, like you say, to the venue itself, and like all yeah. of those. That 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 going back to what you asked me originally, that calm on the farm. People seem to feel it when they come in. Um, so that is amazing, and then people want to do different things from there. So that's kind of our umbrella term for anybody coming to. Hopefully, they will leave a lot calmer than they arrived. So, Becky. Tell us about Elements of Nutrition. Now, you've told us what it is and what you do. But say, for example, me, because I think the misconception might be or assumption is that it's predominantly for women. You know, that's what I thought initially, and it was an incorrect assumption. So if I came to you 
how would you help me, a, a man? You know, so I'm, I'm a 40-year-old man. I come to you. My diet's okay, mm-hmm. you know, not not brilliant. During the week, I eat fish and salad and vegetables. And at the weekend, quite frequently, it goes completely off. Uh, that's <laughs> You're not happened. the only one. <laughs> and as you know, I do a lot of exercise as well. Yeah. But so if a man approaches you and they contact elements of nutrition... What what do you have to offer from a male perspective? Because I'm interested. In, uh, if, if there's yeah. a man watching this now, mm. you probably think, well, uh, you know, how do I fit into this? Well, funnily enough, um, I have a, a gentleman that I'm seeing on Friday of this week. I have explained to him my focus is to help women because I'm a woman. I yes. understand women. Mm. But um, physiologically, there's a whole heck of a lot of overlap there. So in terms of nutrition, I am able to help men as well. And so what would I do to help you? Well, we would have a one to one consultation and you get to hear about my views on things. And I get to speak to you about what exactly is going on in terms of um, holistically in your body. So everything that is is going on for you. And um, we'd just have a discussion to see whether we were a good fit. So typically I help women who are stressed and low energy and have got various symptoms that maybe just leading up to something more major in the future and they want to nip that in the bud or they are already having quite dramatic health consequences and they want to return back to health. With men, I tend to offer single hour-long consultations and they'll come to me with specific queries. And so in this instance, it will will be about training for... um, It's going to be running in this instance. And... um, following a diet that also suits um, somebody with gallbladder problems. So um, there are kind of three different things rolled in together. So it's not something on your own without a little bit of knowledge you can tackle yourself. Yeah. I didn't realise it'd be that specific. I mean, you can go and say, right, well, I've got a dodgy knee, I go running, uh, I'm busy at the weekends doing X, Y, Z, and I like this is my favourite food kind of mm. thing, and come to you and you can take all of that in and then... So, yeah, so it's about matching to that person's tastes and nutritional requirements and other obstacles like having no gallbladder, for example, and figuring out what the diet is likely to be for them uh, based on that information that we've gleaned. So it means a lot of form filling. It means a lot of uh, investigative work. Um, Typically when I work with 12-week clients, we're able to get to the real nitty-gritty and the root causes of what's gone on for them. Do you actually do tests as well? So, for example, would you do the bloods and things like this of clients? So I work in... sample? (laughs) (laughs) I work in partnership with others. So what people do is they obtain results from their doctors. So I'll explain to them... we need this blood test, we need that blood test. They'll go ahead and get that done if possible through their doctors. If not, we send away um, to um, reputable places to get those um, tests done. And I analyze the results based on what comes back to us. But I don't personally do that testing. So I'm a big believer in elimination diets. So there's a heck of a lot that can be done with a free elimination diet and that you won't get the answers to um, in terms of allergies, um, intolerances, things like that. Yeah, right. I need to come and see you then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Happy to help. Happy to help. So, Monday, I'd like you to tell us, because it's a, a really nice story, and I know you've said it on the radio, but the very first couple you did your infertility 
Is it infertility? Fertility, <laughs> infertility. The very first couple you did your fertility sessions with. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So um, part of your training is to advertise for a case study. So I did that and a lovely local couple came forward who, um, from a background, they were police officers. So stressful jobs, stressful yeah. lives. Um, they'd come together as a couple. He was a little bit older, so had a previous family so he, he already had older children um and so obviously they got together they were happy and they were looking to start a family of their own yeah and three years down the line they hadn't uh, achieved that so they'd gone down the usual routes of obviously going to their gp having various tests and and things like that and were looking to head down the road of ivf treatment yeah. Um, she saw my advert and came forward to say, and my advert was about supporting people. The Freedom Fertility Formula, we can't promise to get them pregnant. We, what we're looking at is getting their emotional health back on track so they can live their life during their fertility journey. Yeah. But what is happening, because I'm one of 50 coaches that's been trained within the UK and worldwide. And that's been to and Madrid the, yes. with a paid trip. <laughs> yeah. <Awesome>. And the... <clears throat> And the pregnancies are happening. Yeah. So although we would never promise somebody a baby, and that isn't necessarily our initial end goal, obviously that is you know what we're looking to help them with. But with this couple, so they came to myself, and as I say, it's emotional health and well-being support. So the initial session, we call it story, and it's really me listening to that story, as you say, where they've been, what journey they've been on, what's, yeah. what's happened in their life. But for me, it's about what they're putting off. So they were putting off getting married. Um, so after the first session, they actually went out and booked their wedding. So I thought, well, I've changed their life already. Mm. They've had yeah. two hours with me. I've changed this couple's life because they've thought, why are we putting that off? And it was a block for them because you think, well, we'll not do it this year because we're going to be pregnant or I'm X, Y, and Z. And that can be from anything as so small as I'm not going to buy that dress. Yeah. I'm not going to go to. But then bigger things, you know, other family members who are getting pregnant and baby showers and with social media, you know, it, it can be in your face. He's, gender reveal things are everywhere now aren't yeah. they so they can their life can become so they can become isolated and the whole focus is on the fertility but they're not living their life so the freedom fertility formula is about getting them back on track and we work through about seven sessions one as i've mentioned before is reprogramming so we're working on different parts of their emotional health their their emotions their their reprogramming of, of old ideas and they, they, they went along, they worked with me for about three months. But then obviously the, the step was to continue. They'd got appointment at the IVF clinic. So I said to them, I'd still like to carry on working with you through your IVF treatment because, again, I can help you to stay calm, stay relaxed. Again, hypnotherapy, which is part of the work that we do, has been shown to double the success rate of IVF treatment. There is research-based evidence massive, on that. That's a massive, massive um, statistic, isn't yes. it? Yes. So... Roughly, I think it's about maybe 27 to 37% of IVF treatments work, which isn't a massive amount as it is. You know, it's still a yeah. science and there's still a lot. We can double that success rate um, with 
that's with hypnotherapy alone. So there is research on that. The work I do has hypnotherapy within it, but a lot more than that. So I wanted to carry on supporting this couple. So I hadn't seen them for a couple of months. So I came, they came back for a visit to check in with me and we were going to ask them where they were up to with the treatment. Um, Walked in with a bunch of flowers and a card and I was quite embarrassed. So I was like, oh, thanks very much. Popped them down on the side, made them a coffee and I went to launch into my, how are you? Where are you at? And the guy said, you need to open that card. So I was like, oh, okay. So There's the money in it. Yeah. Went and opened it and there was a scan photograph in there. 12 weeks So the very first couple you worked with. Yes. Got pregnant. They did. And they had a little girl on the 31st of October. So a little pumpkin baby, beautiful girl called yeah. Rosie. So, yeah. yeah, so actually I've got 100% success rate <laughs> yeah, so well, far. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah, the idea is um, we want to get that message out there to couples. And going back to the men, I know you've been talking to Becky about male. Male factor infertility is 50% of yeah. the cause of um you know lots yeah. of couples that end up having IVF treatments and that can be to due to nutrition yeah. it can be due to stress there's so many elements and again and men aren't great at talking as we know no yeah some I, of them are some of them are <laughs> some of us are getting better definitely yeah, and again yeah. that's what we want to break down those taboos the work I do I can work with just the females but I would love and my first people I worked with were a couple and he actually said he'd got so much out of it because again what I teach them is skills for life it's it's focused on fertility whilst I'm working with them but they can use that in any stressful situation within their life I would imagine that (coughs) from my experience anyway it would be the men actually that need the most help because women are far better ex- at expressing themselves yeah. than the men and if the men aren't expressing themselves then they're going to be all het up and stressed and what exactly. have you and so I, you know although they might be the least willing participant because they don't want to share and talk yes. they're actually the ones that need they do need and again for me my vision is to work with the men as much as the women. I mean, we will get single people coming forward, obviously, as well. Um, So I'm not just saying I only want to work with couples, but I do genuinely want to work as much with men as women because they are equal, you know, in the partnership for, you know, this work going forward. I was going to tell the viewers about Sheffield because you were in Sheffield and I, I joked quite a bit about it on the show that you worked... At a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Which nightclub? I was at Gatecrasher. Yes, where I'd been on a number of occasions. Mm-hmm. And well, when we both met the first time, we were both, I had exactly the same feeling that I knew you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out why. And it's such a long shot, but it could be from that. But then you also worked in Greg's. <laughs> in my old life <coughs> yes <laughs> yeah well a long time ago and not that long ago <laughs> I can't win and we joked that maybe it was from there as well because I went to Sheffield University yeah. so it's possibly from there but yeah when I met you you have that with people sometimes you feel like that you know them or some people you feel like maybe you don't know them but you feel like you always have definitely you know I've, I've met someone where I talk to them for five minutes. I feel like I've always known them. Yeah. You know, it's and I believe that obviously we have many lives and mm-hmm. that some people, Megan was on the show on the episode two and Megan's only young, but she's a very old soul Yeah, when you talk to her and you just have the feeling that she's had many lives yeah. because her wisdom's beyond her years, mm-hmm. you know. So Mandy, 
if somebody wants to go to the Chetan Palm Retreat and they want to do yoga or meditate or they want to do a gong bath or they want to go on a retreat with Lynn Meadowcroft or mm-hmm. any number of these things, how do they get in touch with you? The best way now is I've got a beautiful, amazing, brand new website. Okay. So that it is www.chetamfarmretreat.com. Okay. So that will have everything that you need to know on there. It has a really amazing list of events. So what we're running on a monthly basis. We have blogs. We have featured guests on there. So that is my main kind of way. And obviously you've got my address, my phone number, my email all on there. So a one-stop shop, the website's the place to go. But um, on a more interactive daily basis where you will hopefully see me doing lives, doing regular posts, doing motivational speaking and that kind of thing. Obviously, I have a Facebook page, so Chetan Farm. If you basically put in Chetan Farm Retreats, I am on Instagram, I am on Facebook, I am on Twitter and all I of those things. So if you on Facebook yeah. because there's posts, <laughs> ten posts a day, lots yes, and lots yeah, of posts. Yeah. Usually if, with all the things that happen in your life, there's always something. Yeah, definitely. So it, it, again, it's about sharing what I do, so that the more people know about what I do, which is one of the reasons I'm so glad that you keep asking me to mm-hmm. to share it with people yeah. because. If people don't know what I do, then I can't help people and I can't help and change people's lives. But if you know and put in Chetan Farm Retreat, you will find me, um, as I say, on all social media platforms. But I'm in love with my new website, which is amazing. I don't um, think I've seen so, it, so I'll have to have yeah, a Yeah, please do. Yeah. 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 Um, and the lady who does that is a brilliant lady from Worsley Creative. She's not related to me, but I do like the fact that her name is, mm-hmm. you know, it has Worsley on all her branding, which mm-hmm. is rather nice for me. Um, but she's an amazing lady. So, yeah, I would recommend her highly for websites. Wonderful. And Becky, if somebody wants to get in touch with you or find out about Elements of Nutrition, what do they do? So I also have a website. Okay. <laughs> it's www.elementsofnutrition.me.uk. Yeah. And uh, you can contact me by email on there. So it's Becky, spelled B-E-C-C-Y, at elementsofnutrition.me.uk. Um, I'm on all the same social media platforms. We speak on there all the time and yeah. support one another and, um, yeah, share the love and positivity, helpful tips, um, anything that we can add value to people's lives, basically. Yeah. Um, it goes on there on a daily basis. I have um, on Facebook... Um, elements of nutrition uk and i've got an amazing group uh, associated with that so if anybody anybody um, generally tends to be women on there who would love a bit of motivational support on a daily basis come uh, come and join the group it's the elements of nutrition health clinic and i go live regularly on there to help with uh, question and answers uh, of various topics and um yeah twitter what else? Instagram, YouTube, you'll find me at Elements so of Nutrition UK. <laughs> as long as you're not blind and deaf, <laughs> yes. you're going to find us. You're going to find us. <laughs> We're yeah. out there. We're out there every day. Promoting, yeah. Yeah. Okay, ladies, thank you very much for doing the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, episode three of the Midnight McBride Show with Mandy Worsley and Becky Jones. Thank you very much. The Chat and Farm Retreat and Elements of Nutrition. I'm going to finish the show with a quote that I like to do each week. It's from the first book, From Pills to Peace. And this week, the quote is, each time you raise yourself up, invite everybody to come and see the view. So 
when you learn the skills to make good decisions and improve your life and evolve and grow and shine, then show people the way, hold the hand and guide them and help them. And that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Ladies and gentlemen, you can buy the first book from Pills to Peace on Amazon and on about 12 other places. The audio book, by the time this video is aired, the audio book will be for sale on Amazon and iTunes and ACX and many other places. And that's for the first book from Pills to Peace. The second book, Moving Forward, Learning How to Glide, and that's Elevating Yourself and Propelling Yourself Forward Using Surrounding Energies with Zero Resistance, with Zero Effort, in Harmony with Natural Law, will be available in about eight weeks from Amazon initially. I've also got a Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram account, a website, midnightmcbride.com. And finally, the YouTube channel that you're watching this on now, this video podcast, is going to be at least one show a week being done. Please subscribe to it and then you'll automatically get to see the next episode. I hope you've enjoyed the show and we'll see you the same time next week. Thank you.